With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Did you know Black and White Sports is the number one conservative sports entity on YouTube with over 35 million views? Make sure you subscribe here to the podcast available anywhere quality podcasts are available apple itunes google Podcasts, Castbox, anchor and spotify and many others hit subscribe now you're tuning into black and white sports on youtube the no holds barred truth on sports the main event starts now All right, black and white sports fans. Yesterday, we found out that Russell Westbrook was traded to the Los Angeles Lakers to team up and create another quote unquote super team with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. However, guys, this went down very inorganic. This was not organic growth whatsoever. This was another move of colluding by one LaChana James. He did it again, folks. And, uh, We actually have some information now about that. Now, Russell Westbrook was actually traded yesterday. But however, this had been been in the works behind the scenes for at least two weeks, if not longer, folks. So let's dive into this, guys. Report. LeBron Westbrook and Anthony Davis met at James's home this month about playing for the Lakers. Kind of ironic, you know, that. They would actually all collude together, and then all of a sudden, the Lakers pull the trigger. Now, honestly, folks, I don't really like the chemistry of this team. When you bring in a guy like Russell Westbrook, who is definitely ball dominant, and he's going to probably end up taking the most shots on the team, I believe that's not a good mix. I wouldn't actually make the Lakers a favorite even to come out of the Western Conference. Um I watched a lot of the Rockets games when uh, Russell Westbrook was here with James Harden. It just didn't really feel right to me, you know, at the time when I was actually watching uh, the NBA. But it says here, Russell Westbrook reportedly met with LeBron James and Anthony Davis at James's home two weeks ago to discuss the three of them playing together with the Los Angeles Lakers. According to Broderick Turner of the Los Angeles Times, the three players expressed their desire to bring the Lakers another championship by putting their egos aside. Now, can Russell Westbrook actually do that? I'm not really sure. Westbrook talked about coming back home to win a championship as well, since he is from Long Beach, California. Per ESPN's Adrian Adrian Wojnarowski, the Lakers and Washington Wizards agreed to a trade Thursday that would send Westbrook and a second round second round pits in 2024 and 2028 to L.A. for Kyle Kuzma, Montrez Harrell, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, and the number 22 pick in the 2021 NBA draft. The Wizards sent that pick to the Indiana Pacers for guard Aaron Holiday and the number 31 selection of Isaiah Todd via the Milwaukee Bucks. The Pacers used the number 22 pick 
on Kentucky forward Isaiah Jackson. By acquiring Westbrook, the Lakers have put together their version of a bit three in hopes of bouncing back from last season's first round playoff exit after winning a championship in 2020. But guys, does that 2020 bubble championship actually count? I'll move on. Now L.A. boasts a four-time NBA MVP. Well, actually, it says here, now L.A. boasts a four-time NBA MVP and four-time NBA Finals MVP in LeBron, an eight-time All-Star in Davis and a nine-time All-Star and one-time MVP in Westbrook. Per Turner, Davison, James and Davis told Westbrook they would be willing to switch positions to accommodate him with LeBron going from small forward to power forward and Anthony Davis from power forward to center. Also, Westbrook reportedly said he would be comfortable playing off the ball when James is leading the way offensively, which is something he did with the Houston Rockets when he deferred to James Harden at times. So, guys, there you have it, guys. LeBron James colluded once again with other superstars, you know, because he cannot do it and trust the organization to do much of anything. He needs to collude with players to win championships. And we know that LeBron James thinks he's the GOAT. He's not. Michael Jordan is the GOAT. LeBron James is not loyal to anyone but himself. He cannot win a championship without the fits being in, without him colluding with other players. That's just the way he is. That is his legacy. And because of that, there is no way that he is in the same class as a Michael Jordan. I mean, I can't remember any other superstar trying to stack the deck like this. Won't allow actually the L.A. Lakers front office to actually put a team together. We know that he was colluding with Anthony Davis to get traded to L.A. That's how Anthony Davis ended up getting traded. Now we find out LeBron yet again colluding with Russell Westbrook, who was under contract with the Wizards, saying, all right, I want to go here. And guess what? It actually happened, guys. This actually happened. Now, that's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this, black and white sports fans? LaChana James needs more help. Needs more help. But the Lakers, you know, they're probably going to have other problems with uh, injuries because we know that Anthony Davis cannot stay healthy. And LeBron James, at this point in his career, he has been pretty much injury prone as he ends up going going into age 37 this season. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Sports. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrance for Black and White Live. Oh, it seems the Big 12 is accusing ESPN of trying to destabilize the Big 12. And there is a specific reason that ESPN would be doing this. And it looks to me like, in all honesty, I can absolutely see 
them behind the scenes putting their tentacles into this situation. By the way, the SEC voted. Oklahoma, Texas is joining the, the SEC in 2025. And that's not a coincidence that that year is uh, crucial in this situation. This came out. This is from OutKick. Um, let me get to the article. There we go. Big 12 accuses ESPN of encouraging destabilizing the conference. Issues cease and desist. Big 12 conference sent a cease and desist letter to ESPN on Wednesday demanding that the network ends all actions that could harm the conference and its members. In the letter, the Big 12 calls for ESPN to not communicate with the league's existing conference members or any NCAA conference regarding its members. Possible conference realignment or potential financial outcomes associated with realignment, Sports Illustrated reported. The letter comes as Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesby says ESPN tried to interfere in an effort to destabilize the conference and help Texas and Oklahoma avoid exit fees. Bowlesby told Sports Illustrator's Ross Dellinger that he has documented evidence that ESPN tried to encourage an unnamed conference to add Big 12 members in an effort to destabilize the league. Dellinger later reported the unnamed conference is the American. It causes me to further suspect ESPN had its hands all over Texas and Oklahoma's move to the SEC. Of course they did. They were deceptive as you can possibly be. There are no right or wrong ways to do these things. They sought to deceive us from the beginning. ESPN told Bosby that his allegations have no merit. Of course they did. A source from Big 12 told SI that the network is trying to, quote, cause chaos and panic. You think you've seen it all. You can't make this shit up. They want Big they want the Big 12 to dissolve for financial gain, but time is on our side. ESPN's statement on Bowlesby's allegations. The claims in the letter have no merit. All of the news comes a day before the SEC is set to vote to determine if Texas and Oklahoma will join the conference. Well, as we know, they already have, and they will. Okay. Um, it should be noted, by the way, and in fact, let me see. I can find this for you guys. Uh, because, and let me see right here. Uh, yeah, okay. Let's look at this right fast. ESPN and Fox declined early TV negotiations for the Big 12. So that tells you right there, they the Big 12 stepped out and tried to get negotiations going early for Fox and ESPN regarding the Big 12. And for whatever reason, and now we know why, ESPN and Fox declined. Well, they declined because they knew they were going to be trying to fracture this the Big, the Big 12 conference. And I can't believe there's not going to be a massive conspiracy lawsuit over this behind the scenes because it's so obvious that something happened here involving ESPN. By the way... ESPN conveniently just so happens to be getting all of SEC football coverage. They're getting it from CBS. That's right. Okay, so 
they conveniently got Oklahoma and Texas over into that conference. We're about to be having, most likely, three or four mega conferences. That's where this is going. We're going to have the SEC. You're going to have the Big Ten, which is looking at several schools right now, including USC, Notre Dame. They're looking to add Stanford, possibly, and the Pac-12, or Pac-12, Pac-10, whatever they're called now. They're in a lot of trouble, too. Okay? And I guess the Big 12 has just chosen to fold because... The American is looking to poach the rest of the Big 12 teams over into the American Conference. I'm not sure why the Big 12 did not choose to uh, take a run at some other schools themselves. I find that strange. Uh, So maybe there is something financial with the Big 12 that would prevent them from doing that. Or maybe other schools just flat said, the Big 12 is not is not big enough now. Uh, now that you've les- lost Texas and Oklahoma, we don't want to be involved. Okay? Uh, but you would have thought the Big 12 would have taken a run at USC, UCLA, some Pac-12 schools. And, you know, the, Pac- the Pac-12, Pac-10, Pac-12, whatever it is, they took a run at... at um, Texas and Oklahoma a couple of three years ago, well, you would have thought that they would have gotten involved with Texas and Oklahoma because their conference is in a lot of trouble, I think, long-term, too. Uh, Clemson is sniffing around SEC, and uh, there's ACC rumblings going on out there. We're going to end up having some kind of a north, south, east, west college football mega conference situation that's where this is headed part of that also is the fact that they are going to be looking to expand the college football playoffs to 12 games 12 teams i truly believe that so we'll see how this shakes out being here in texas knowing the big 12 is just going to dissolve god it kind of sucks the the big 12 has been around forever you know, and uh, now it's no more. And the SEC feels more and more like the NFL every day. It's crazy. Uh, just for the record, I'm not sure why Texas would want to do this. I know there is a monetary value in doing it. But it, when it comes to you guys being competitive, the SEC is going to trounce your asses. Yes, your recruiting is going to be better. But Alabama's going to beat the hell out of you guys. Uh, At least Oklahoma might be competitive. But, I mean, college football playoff? I don't know about that. I don't know about that for Texas. I really don't. And some are saying that Steve Sarkeesian knew this was coming when he took the Texas job. And it may have influenced him having, having taken the job. I don't know. I don't know. Uh... I know one thing, Oklahoma and Texas has to greatly improve their recruiting when it comes to defense. Because we know the Big 12 didn't have any. Peace. I'm out. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.
Let's talk about today's sponsor, Javi Coffee. Javi Coffee is the way I love to start off my morning. I work very, very hard for you guys to put out the best content possible. And I get my energy from Javi Coffee. Would you like to have that same energy that I have every single morning? Well, you should try Javi Coffee. And for you guys, you can actually get three bottles of Javi Coffee for only $16.95 per unit. Each bottle contains 30 servings. It will save you so much money from going to your local coffee shop. And by the way, folks, it actually tastes even better. You can use sugar. You can use monk fruit. I'm a low carb person. I don't like the carbs. This is keto friendly. And guys, it is super easy to make. Just put water in your cup. Add one teaspoon or two teaspoons of Javi coffee. Mix it up. Use whipped cream, sugar, monk fruit, whatever. And folks, it tastes absolutely amazing. So check out the link in the description or the pinned comment and get Javi coffee delivered to you today. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rudrance for Black and White Sports. Oh, we're going to talk about LaChina James. That's right. LeBron James, LaChina James, LaWoke James, and now he has been hooked up with undoubtedly my second least favorite player in all of the Marxist NBA of China, Russell Westbrook. I can only describe this as one of the worst moves I have ever heard of in all of professional sports. What a terrible pairing this is to try to win a championship. Russ Westbrook, I'm just letting you know, this is not going to get you a title. Little China James, your title days are over. And uh, so we're going to talk about one of our favorites who has come out much like us, not the biggest LeBron James fan in the world. One, Skip Bayless. That's right. From Undisputed on Fox Sports. He absolutely hates this trade and says, Hey, LeBron, those championship hopes, it's a wrap, homie. Before we get there, I'm wearing our China James 2.0 shirt. You can grab this bad boy out of the merch store, one of our best-selling shirts ever. Grab it out of the merch store. Use promo code USA First, all one word, for 25% off this bad boy. Let's get to this, and I will have a little audio from the man with that drip, Skip Bayless. Russell Westbrook is going to spell disaster for LeBron James. Skip Bayless explains why Russ to the Lakers makes no sense. It makes no sense. Zero. Zilch. I mean, oops, Russell Westbrook just turned the ball over yet again. Skip Bayless has some interesting thoughts on the Lakers' new backcourt of LeBron James and Russell Westbrook. By the way, man, Kyle Kuzma was a good young talent. You know, he just averaged like nearly 19 points a couple of years ago. But, okay, never mind. Yep, it finally happened. Russell Westbrook has officially joined LaChina James, and now he is a Laker. God, I say that out loud. It just sounds terrible. According to Sham Sharna, I don't know who that is, the Lakers will be giving away Kyle Kuzma, 
Contavious Caldwell Pope, Montrez Harold, and a 22nd pick from the 2021 NBA draft. By the way, the Lakers had no idea how to use uh, the former sixth man of the year, Harold. It's kind of weird. Which has turned into Isaiah Jackson. That's a massive deal right there. Many are looking forward to Russ being on the same team as Queen James and Anthony Davis. However, when it comes to these matters, it seems Skip Bayless is just built different. He's built more accurately, you can say that. Yep, of course, the 69-year-old analyst had something to say when this deal was finally confirmed, and let's just fans of the Lakers are not going to like to hear what he's got to say. Fans of LeBron will know this a bit too well. Bayless loves to uh, well, loves a good troll. This is what Bayless just said. Now the Lakers have a backcourt of West Brick and LeBrick, a nightly airball display. Oh, that's beautiful. Everybody exaggerates, but this man sure knows how to take it to the next level. Uh, guys, actually, Skip Bayless went to Twitter, and he absolutely destroyed this move. So let's get to that video right now. No. No, 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 LeBron. You just blew it. Russell Westbrook no more fits with you than I would fit with you. This will turn into a desperate disaster. I know you want to show the NBA world you can win with Russ when KD failed to. Not happening. You will come to regret signing off on this deal. You will come to see that your Lakers tonight just got worse. Sorry, LeBron. And as we can see, Skip Bayless hates this move and basically says, for championships, it's a wrap, LeBron. Frankly, I think it was a wrap anyway. Okay? His body's starting to break down. He's starting to have trouble. He can't make it through the season. He's starting to get these nagging injuries, and that's what happens when you start aging in the NBA. He's been playing in the league since he was drafted out of high school. My God, I think it's a terrible fit. you got a point guard that can't keep the ball in Russell Westbrook, and you got a point forward in LeBron James. There's not enough basketballs to go around. You know what would have been great to go with LeBron? Somebody that could actually shoot the ball. Actually throw up some accurate threes, an actual pure shooter. But I guess the Lakers couldn't pull that one off. This is one of the worst moves ever. I love to hear from Skip Bayless on things like this. He's going to come out. He's going to absolutely obliterate LeBron James, LaChina James, and I love it. Skip Bayless has these certain guys that he just cannot stand when it comes to their play on the court or on the field. And one of them is LeBron James, and we understand why. Much like, look, much like Skip, uh, Skip, we have an affinity. He has an affinity. We are huge fans of the true GOAT, Michael Jeffrey Jordan, okay? There will only be one, Tom Brady, Michael Jordan. Only, only two guys that can actually fight or spar off for GOAT status. LeBron James is nowhere close to that. He's nowhere close to it. He doesn't sniff it. He's got no chance. No chance. Even if he wins another ring, which he won't, he's got no chance to be put 
and rate elevated into that dude you've lost too many finals it's a wrap there okay it's a wrap there so tell me what you think black and white sports fans skip bayless is one of the most entertaining dudes in the media sometimes things he says just flat wild don't always agree with what he says but at times he can be truth telling and really entertaining i look i like any uh analyst that can make me laugh and skip bayless certainly makes me laugh peace i'm out till next time la china thanks for watching the show be sure to like comment and subscribe be sure to tune in next time on black and white sports you're tuning into black and white sports on youtube the no holds barred truth on sports the main event starts now i'm back rodriguez for black and white sports we're gonna talk about laurel herbert that's right the transgender that is competing against women in this tokyo olympics this was sort of the person that uh is the walking talking embodiment of woke tokyo olympics 2021 Courageously brave and stunning, I would think. Good grief. Going out there competing against females, this gentleman here, uh, he has come out and he has thanked the IOC for his opportunity to be able to participate against females in this Olympics. And we're going to get right to that very quickly. I'm wearing our socialism media t-shirt you can grab it out of the merch store. Use promo code USA First, all one word, for 25% off this shirt or any other shirt in our merch store. Fox News. Laurel Hubbard thanks Olympic Committee for committing to making the sport more inclusive and accessible and more unfair physically. Laurel Hubbard, the New Zealand weightlifter who is set to be the first transgender athlete to compete against the Olympics, thank the IOC for its support. Hubbard released a statement through the New Zealand Olympic Committee. She is set, he is set to compete in the 87-kilogram event on Monday. The Olympic Games are a global celebration of our hopes, ideals, and our values. I commend the IOC for its commitment to making the sport more inclusive and accessible. And going more woke. Advertisers sure are loving that right now, aren't they? Hubbard said, Dr. Richard Budget, Jesus, low budget, the IOC's medical and science director backed Hubbard's right to compete in the games on Thursday while acknowledging the issue over Hubbard competing was, quote, large, difficult, and complex and unfair. Let's throw that out there, too. To put it in a nutshell, the IOC had a scientific consensus back in 2015, Budget said via The Guardian. There are no IOC rules or regulations around the transgender population and participation. That depends on each international federation. So Laura Hubbard is a woman and is competing under the rules of her federation. And we have to pay tribute to her courage, tenacity, and in actually competing and qualifying for the games. Budget said it was tough to flat-out say Hubbard had an advantage by going through male puberty when there's many factors that go into account, 
He said it wasn't as simple as it sounded and said that each sport should make its own assessment on transgender athletic participation. So there's not even a cut and dry Olympic rule on this thing. They're letting each federation determine what's going on in the Olympics. And because uh, his federation is allowing, allowing him to do this, the Olympics bended the knee. Gotcha. There is a lot of disagreement across the whole world, on the world of sport and beyond, on the issue of eligibility. Everyone sees transgender women. Everyone agrees transgender women are women. No, we don't. But it's a matter of eligibility for the sport and particular events, and it is really has to be very sport-specific. Why? It's athletics, dude. Good God. <laughs> My God. One of the reasons there is no new framework published yet is not just because of the difficulty in coming to a consensus. It's because it would have been inappropriate to come out with new guidelines just before the Olympics. If, we, if it would keep this uneven travesty from happening, who cares if it's right before the Olympics? There will be a new framework to help individual sports, and we're working very closely with them, but it's not published yet. Hubbard transitioned eight years ago at 35 years of age. Hubbard is 43 entering Olympic competition. The IOC previously said Hubbard met all the requirements for trans athletes in fair competition. Among those, the athletes must demonstrate that their testosterone level is below specific measurement for at least 12 months. Okay, so uh, you, only, you, only, you only need to be less of a dude just 12 months ago. This is ridiculous. I don't care what anybody says. There's an absolute unfair advantage, and we have seen it. I've seen the interview of the lady whose records he broke. And she was crushed. She also said that she got a call saying that her records had been broken. And she said, there's no way anybody broke my records. To which the reply was, a dude broke your records. And she was like, what? And it was this cat right here. That's right. And she's not happy about it. The fact is, this is a women's competition, a female's competition, and the women are furious because they're having to compete against a man. End of story. They're mad. There's all kinds, especially in track and field. You're seeing it all over the place. You're seeing women that were the best in their sports losing to males now. Losing to males. These women were breaking records anywhere. And, I mean, in walks two six-foot-three competitors ready to run. You know what I'm saying? It's absolutely an unfair advantage. This guy was a acting male until he was 35 years old. Now he's competing in the Olympics as a female? Stop it. He's coming out thanking the, the Olympics for going woke and letting him in. This is why so many of you aren't watching. This is why the Olympics specifically, the ratings are trash. They're down more than 50% versus 2016. It used to be about fair competition. Now it's about being and winning the race for the most woke. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. First. 
here's a word from today's sponsor. Friends, I'm very concerned about food shortages coming to America. No, not local or short-lived shortages. I'm talking about a national food shortage that will affect everyone, everywhere, for a very long time. Would you be ready if that happened? Probably not. That's why I urge you to get some long-term storage emergency food from my friends at My Patriot Supply. They're the original Patriot Survival Company. Over the past decade, they've served millions of American families like yours. Their mission is your survival. And right now, you can save 25% on a four-week kit of emergency food that will save the day. Probably soon. This four-week kit has a wide variety of delicious food that provides over 2,000 calories per day. The right amount for optimum survival. Go to preparewithblackandwhite.com so you can claim your four-week emergency food kit and save 25% in the process. Order a tasty starter kit for each member of your family, and they will ship everything quickly and discreetly to your door. That's preparewithblackandwhite.com. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrance for Black and White Sports. We're going to talk about the NFLPA and their president, Brown Center slash guard, J.C. Treader, came out the other day on a video we covered over on Black and White Live. Go subscribe if you have not already. Over on Black and White Live, well, he has made some further comments about this vaccine armband, wristband, uh, flare business. Anybody remember the flare from Office Space? Well, some NFL teams are making the unvaccinated wear pieces of flare to indicate whether or not they are vaccinated or not. Something I find downright utterly appalling, to be honest with you. Uh, and the Browns coach, Kevin Stefanski, and I got to give him some credit, has come out and taken a bit of a stand when it comes to this nonsense. Uh, I think it is ridiculous that the NFL wants to, quote-unquote, make an example out of these players. And let's be real. The NFL is trying to shame these players into going to get vaccinated. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Matrix has said it. I don't give a damn if you get vaccinated or not. Why? Because it's your own personal business. That's right. In your own personal bubble. I keep seeing comments where people, like on Articles like this, you go through and read, there is literally one cat that says, I believe everybody in society that's unvaccinated should be wearing an armband. Are you kidding me? Come and put one on me. you got to be crazy. If you think we should do that to the citizens of this country, that is appalling. It is disgusting is what it is. All right, let's get to this article. It's from Corona Bro himself, Mike Florio, Brown Center and NFL Players Association president. J.C. Treader previously has written about his concerns regarding the practice of some teams to use wristbands on the practice field to distinguish vaccinated from unvaccinated players. On Thursday, Treader spoke about it. It's just kind of nonsensical. It's a nonsensical idea. 
he told the uh, reporters via Nate Ulrich of the Akron Beacon Journal. They say they need a differentiator between unvaccinated and vaccinated players. They already have one. The unvaccinated players need to wear masks. No other sports league uses any kind of scarlet marking. Imagine that. The scarlet letter, you remember that? Scarlet marking or helmet decal or wristband because they know it's not necessary and the teams know who's vaccinated and not vaccinated. The fact is, yeah, that locker room knows. They sure do. Quote, so what it really comes down to is the NFL wanted to put a policy into place to shame unvaccinated players publicly about their status and make that known to everybody on the field, and that shouldn't be the case because it's unnecessary. We know who's vaccinated and who's not, and it doesn't need to be a scarlet marking on people's helmets or wrists. By the way, here we go. The Cleveland Browns aren't doing it. Coach Kevin Stefanski explained the reasoning on Thursday. It's on our lanyards when you're entering the building, Stefanski said. As you know, we're not dividing the team over this issue, and I've been pretty clear with the team. The Browns don't need it. Again, we all know who is and isn't vaccinated. So it's not really needed, and I don't know why some teams are doing it. And I think players should ask their teams why they're doing it, because, again, I think it's unnecessary. Bravo. Good job, Kevin Stefanski. Some teams are doing it because the NFL deferred the issue to the teams and because some teams think that this one extra bit of distinction will persuade unvaccinated players to get vaccinated. You know what it would do? It would make me not get vaccinated out of spite. And that's really what is happening, what you are seeing. And I got to tell you, I commend the Browns coach, Kevin Stefanski, for saying, I'm not going to let this issue divide our locker room. It's not going to cause us drama. And I don't understand why other teams are doing it, and I think their players should make it an issue. That's just what he said. Those teams' players should be asking, why are we having to do this? Interesting. From an NFL head coach taking a stand when all these other head coaches are trying to, you know how they're doing it, trying to play it up, brave and stunningly. I've used that in two videos in a row now. Interesting. Uh, Tell me what you think. I may have to root a little bit harder for the Cleveland Browns this year. Yeah, I like this head coach. I like this J.C. Treader. And hell, Baker, I might just pull for you this year a little bit. Boy, coming out of Oklahoma, the Sooners. Okay. Tell me what you think, black and white sports slash black and white live fans. I'm not sure where this video is going to end up, to be honest with you. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Road for Black and White Live. 
Well, it seems this Cole Beasley thing, Buffalo Bill wide receiver, slot receiver, is taking a turn. <laughs> As we know, Cole Beasley is extremely anti-vaccine, and he is standing up to everybody. Well, what we didn't know, and I'm sorry, Cole, I didn't not I didn't know this, man. Cole Beasley's a rapper, yeah, a rapper. Uh, in fact, he had he had a uh, an album that that made it to number seven on iTunes on the rap chart in 2018. What the hell? Okay, <laughs> I, I did not know this. Uh, sorry, I guess I'm slipping. On my whole, uh, on my whole, which NFL players are rappers award? I guess he wants to be the next Tom McDonald. Well, boom! NFL Cole Beasley releases bizarre anti-vax rap. Ain't no vaccination for me. I got heavy nuts. <laughs> Somewhere. Roger Goodell just flipped his desk in the New York offices of the NFL, and I find this wildly funny as H. It's great. Oh, it's hilarious. And I will give you a little taste of something that uh, Cole Beasley put out there. Let's get to this. Earlier this week, Buffalo Bills wide receiver arrived at training camp and read a statement claiming... He isn't anti-vax. He's just pro-choice. He has said the same thing we have said on this channel. If you choose to get vaccinated, great. If you don't, great. It's up to you. It's your choice. But Beasley continues to double, triple, and quadruple down on his stance against the vaccine. Shortly after his news conference, our press conference roads, Beasley tweeted a link to his newest rap song titled Heavy Ones, an ode to his number 11, and if you listen to the lyrics, also seems to symbolize his testicles. Quote, I got heavy nuts is predominantly featured on the track along with his anti-vax lines, such as, quote, ain't no vaccination for me, only evacuation, save them, homie. To, quote, to shut my mouth, you're going to have to kill me. If freedom of speech and freedom of choice go out the window, then there's no freedom at all, Beasley adds, after claiming he's too ill to be repaired. While the NFL announced 87.9% of the league's players have received at least one COVID shot, a hesitancy to be vaccinated looms for some of the remaining 12%. In recent months, Beasley has been one of the NFL's most outspoken players against getting the vaccine, despite league incentives to do so. He's reaffirmed his stance in tweet statements and now rap songs. Beasley is not new to making music. He released his first album in 2018, and it reached number seven on iTunes, hip-hop, and rap charts. Let's play a little clip from Cole Beasley's Heavy Ones now. To even be repaired, ain't a vaccination for me. Only in evacuation, save them home. I know nearly defecate till death sentence. Deaths of six feet, then it's dead crickets. Bitches. You don't like what I have to say, then sue me. <laughs> Shut my mouth, you're gonna have to kill me. If 
freedom of speech and freedom of choice go out the window, there's no freedom at all. There you go. There's a good chance. I'm just saying, there may be a good chance we have some kind of an idea which way Cole Beasley may be leaning uh, (laughs) on the political front. I'm just saying, I've got this odd feeling that we know former Dallas Cowboy, now current Buffalo Bill, him and Josh Allen are pretty tight. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's right, uh, Dominic Foxworth. I'm sure that crawls all over you and hatches eggs. Good. Good. That Cole Beasley and Josh Allen are pretty tight. He's got a rap song. <laughs> Anti-vax lyrics in the rap song. Sorry, find this funny. I find it hilarious. Uh, got a little yellow wolf going on in there, although he's not quite as, uh, you know, I don't think, Cole, I don't think you're quite on the lyrical level of a yellow wolf, okay? He's more of a flamethrower. All right. Uh, but he's got a little of that southern southern thing going on, which is kind of cool, right? Yeah, Rhodes listens to a lot of rap music. That's right. Tell me what you think, black and white live fans. Cole Beasley. <laughs> Setting them up and knocking them down. The next Tom McDonald. Who knew? I didn't. Peace. I'm out. Till- Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into. Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrance for Black and White Live. It seems this Cole Beasley thing, Buffalo Bill wide receiver, slot receiver, is taking a turn. As we know, Cole Beasley is extremely anti-vaccine. And he is standing up to everybody. Well, what we didn't know, and I'm sorry, Cole, I didn't I didn't know this, man. Cole Beasley's a rapper. Yeah, a rapper. Uh, in fact, he had he had a uh, an album that that made it to number seven on iTunes on the rap chart in 2018. What the hell? Okay. <laughs> I did not know this. Uh, sorry, I guess I'm slipping on my whole uh, on my whole which NFL players are rappers award. I guess he wants to be the next Tom McDonald. Well, boom! NFL Cole Beasley releases bizarre anti-vax rap. Ain't no vaccination for me. I got heavy nuts. <laughs> Somewhere, Roger Goodell just flipped his desk in the New York offices of the NFL, and I find this wildly funny as H. It's great. Oh, it's hilarious. And I will give you a little taste of something that uh, Cole Beasley put out there. Let's get to this. Earlier this week, Buffalo Bills wide receiver arrived at training camp and read a statement claiming he isn't anti-vax. He's just pro-choice. He has said the same thing we have said on this channel. If you choose to get vaccinated, great. 
If you don't, great. It's up to you. It's your choice. But Beasley continues to double, triple, and quadruple down on his stance against the vaccine. Shortly after his news conference, our press conference roads, Beasley tweeted a link to his newest rap song titled Heavy Ones, an ode to his number 11, and if you listen to the lyrics, also seems to symbolize his testicles. Quote, I got heavy nuts is predominantly featured on the track along with his anti-vax lines such as, quote, Ain't no vaccination for me, only evacuation, save them, homie. To, quote, to shut my mouth, you're going to have to kill me. If freedom of speech and freedom of choice go out the window, then there's no freedom at all, Beasley adds, after claiming he's too ill to be repaired. While the NFL announced 87.9% of the league's players have received at least one COVID shot, a hesitancy to be vaccinated looms for some of the remaining 12%. In recent months, Beasley has been one of the NFL's most outspoken players against getting the vaccine, despite league incentives to do so. He's reaffirmed his stance in tweet statements and now rap songs. Beasley is not new to making music. He released his first album in 2018, and it reached number seven on iTunes hip hop and rap charts. Let's play a little clip from Cole Beasley's Heavy Ones now. Don't like what I have to say, then sue me. <laughs> Shut my mouth, you're gonna have to kill me. If freedom of speech and freedom of choice go out the window, there's no freedom at all. There you go. There's a good chance. I'm just saying, there may be a good chance we have some kind of an idea which way Cole Beasley may be leaning uh, <laughs> on the political front. I'm just saying, I've got this odd feeling that we know former Dallas Cowboy, now current Buffalo Bill, him and Josh Allen are pretty tight. Ooh. Oh, yeah, uh, that's right, uh, Dominic Foxworth. I'm sure that crawls all over you and hatches eggs. Good. Good. That Cole Beasley and Josh Allen are pretty tight. He's got a rap song anti-vax lyrics in the rap song sorry find this funny i find it hilarious uh got a little yellow wolf going on in there although he's not quite as uh you know i don't think cole i don't think you're quite on the lyrical level of a yellow wolf okay he's more of a flamethrower all right uh but he's got a little of that southern southern thing going on which is kind of cool Right? Yeah, Rhodes listens to a lot of rap music. That's right. Tell me what you think, black and white live fans. Cole Beasley. <laughs> Setting them up and knocking them down. The next Tom McDonald. Who knew? I didn't. Peace. I'm out. Till Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.